Hi, I'm Laura. Hey, I'm Stefan, and you're listening to Attributed, a podcast library by Dream Data. The purpose of it is to store and share all the knowledge that we have gathered across Dream Data employees through our LinkedIn Lives, podcasts, and webinars. The typical topics you'll find here can be stuff like marketing, sales, B2B ads, operations, social selling, maybe. Hello, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you. Every- Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming over. I, when I was thinking about like who would be the perfect person to talk about energy or light, there's light. It's you. The only person I know who has this much of energy that is shown out to everybody on LinkedIn, that you sparkle with it. With everything you do on LinkedIn, people can see your personality. You can think it's a perceived personality. You can think, oh, she's acting on it and so on. But it is totally showing you how we see it. And I think it's a beautiful conversation to have today. So Zineb, welcome to the call today. I'm so happy to have you on today. Oh my God. What, a, what an intro, Laura. What an intro. So I, I might have to, I need help after the session to undo the smile because it's like, <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here, Laura. So nice to see you. So Sinep, if you are to give the audience an intro to yourself, yeah, um, you know, I'm at the moment, uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you, I'm at the moment going through um, like a, a, a yet another evolution, right? So it's it's beautiful and I, and I talk about it, talking about it actually helps. No. So I just want to say what I want to be known for, right, is video, right? Helping people with their video journeys and the merch, everything, you know, the merch-wise, Right, helping you build awareness with use that merch to build that awareness to keep learning to to get business, etc. So that's the in a nutshell. That's that's where I'm at right now. Perfect, perfect. And is that for B two Bs in specific, or you don't really care? B two B and a lot of solopreneurs. So what we're seeing here. On your calf, it's a part of the merch as well. <laughs> it is a part of the merch. It's actually one of the first ones that I made for my own self uh, uh, months ago, and it's just a, a reminder to always be humble. I'm always learning, you know, and that's also Laura why I have, uh, you know, I have a problem with people calling me an expert, right? Because I, I'm just like ah, it makes me cringe, and I'm like, no, I'm a guide. I'd rather be a guide than an expert, right? So that's yeah. beautiful. That's that's very, very beautiful. And about your merch, when I was walking around in Saster, what is it now, a couple of weeks ago, everybody's like, Laura, wait, that T-shirt that you had that says, <laughs> pitch please, where is it? I said, wait, 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 I'm dream data. It's like, look at this. I wrote that on the back and everything is so cool. I was like, this is enough work. So that, how did the current company idea came to your mind about the merch tell us a little bit about your story yeah no and i appreciate you giving me the the chance to to talk about this because this is fairly recent so pitch please which you wore and you will continue to wear beautifully um it is you know from from pitch slap which i gotta say is still the funniest merch on linkedin right for me it's still the funniest merch on linkedin um so um, Mavens of Merch, how did that come about? 
we basically, I'm a huge fan, super passionate about merch. Uh, Dana Fellows is very passionate about merch. And, but she actually, you know, she has experience in merch. She has experience in design. So she, you know, we, we, we got together and it's like this beautiful team because I learned design, you know, on my own, on my own, right? Um, I also went out and got my own merch offline. And then I, you know, I plugged in um, a store on our Pitch Slap uh, website, et cetera. So this is all me learning while doing, but there's still that, is the logo going to be okay? Is it, does it have to be big? Does it have to be small? Does it look good on this, on this type of thing? So I'm like stressed out. I'm like, okay, finally, we should get samples, right? Which means yeah. more money um, made, et cetera. So this, you know, it, it made complete sense. People started associating me with, with merch and, you know, tagging me with, hey, Zeynep, this should be on a t-shirt. This should be on a t-shirt. And I would tag Dana saying, hey, Dana, this, you know, you guys should design this. And then one day, Pete Duran, shout out to Pete Duran. He said, you ladies are the mavens of merch. We jumped on a call wow. together and we bought the domain, you know, right there and then. <laughs> and we spent Amazing. a week building it. Yeah. yeah, that is so cool. And the cool thing about it is that your energy and creativity of what you have just built started sparking other people's interest. Okay, what does she do? Oh, maybe she could do something like that. Or... Mm -hmm maybe let's make it a company and make other people do the creative and cool stuff that you are able to do. And we can do that together. I love that. I love that so much. I've even seen Nick Bennett having his own t-shirt and, and everything's like, Oh, Nick, where have you got it from? <laughs> it's like, I think I know. Amazing. It's just getting started. Nick is just getting started. <laughs> like everybody, you better listen. All right. So about energy in b2b i have heard several times actually just recently i have been on a call with a person a lot of people know on linkedin and he's saying you know what my story to SaaS was not by choice and uh one thing i have to say about SaaS b2b SaaS is it's boring and it's like yeah <laughs> tell me more because <laughs> we're gonna have this session and we're gonna make it different it's like yeah, but it's like the ads are boring. The sales process is the same thing. If you move to whichever other industry, it like becomes more fun, more energy. It's like we didn't touch on any other industries that are actually fun. It's like maybe to work for, I don't know, gaming industry is more fun, but there is no fun in some of the things that you actually need to do anyway. But what is your approach to B2B SaaS? When somebody says it's boring, what do you think they mean? I'm like, how much time do we have, right? Because where do we where do we get started? <laughs> yeah, so there's there, you know, and and stop me, Laura, if I, you know, because nope. I can go on and on. Oh, not. <laughs> you know, there's and and you know this very well. There's also that aspect of personal brands, right? Yes. Um, there's you know, I've I've it's been an absolute pleasure to see your journey, right? Um, on how through, you know, you're building awareness for, for dream data and all that. So there's also that aspect of personal brand. Um, it's not just in, you know, your ads or the way you communicate as a company, as a brand. It's also, you know, who's out there on LinkedIn. If we're talking about LinkedIn, there's, there's also that. Now, some people are more fun than others. It's just natural, right? Yeah. 
So there's no really no need to force things, right? There isn't, I want to be like uh, Laura. I want to be exactly like Zineb or I want to be, right? It's not that. It's finding what you're comfortable with to do it long enough that it doesn't drain you. Because if you don't show up the way you are, like my, you know, my gifts, for example, when I discovered gifts, it just sort of like com completed my, my, uh, the way I communicate, right? It made sense. It added another layer. Now, since I'm doing it, if it's something that doesn't come naturally, I'm going to get tired. It's going to drain me, but it Good. doesn't. That's go ahead. You, you wanted to. I absolutely something? love that. De definitely. I think it's so key in that way that a lot of people are looking up to other LinkedIn people who are posting now B2B SaaS, LinkedIn stuff is big. Now everybody's out. Oh, now we have to move over here, but people don't feel comfortable in some of the things. Just like, oh, and now I'll need to make a video or I'll need to make memes or something. I'm not funny. What should I do? And you don't have to be yourself. I remember, oh, Stefan, yes, gifts completed me. That's right. You're saying gifts have completed Zinev. But Stefan is a good way to like add a little bit to this story as well. Because when I started posting on LinkedIn, he's coming over to me and saying, Laura, this thing seems to be working. Do you dare, do you dare to go on video? And you're asking that for a salesperson. Ah, you do you dare to go on video? Look where we are now. Because it felt natural. It felt fine. It felt okay. More people got inspired by it and so on. And I absolutely adore this part. It's like kind of don't go there that it doesn't give you energy. If it gives you more energy, it will give it 10 times to your audience as well. 100%. Because you need to do it long enough to give it a good chance at either failing or you know, failing learning, right? Which yeah. in which sense, in which uh, case it becomes a learning, uh, an element of learning or success, right? So you need to be doing this long time. Uh, this is not, you know, I think, and I think who, who was, who did a post recently on, you know, always, I think it was, it was Nick, that you, you always need to be marketing yourself, right? Yeah. It's, it's that idea of even if I do have business today, I need to keep doing it. So this is not, we're not on this platform just for three months until we get one client, right? This is a continuous thing. So how can you make this uh, something that you keep doing without burning out and without necessarily needing to do those breaks of, you know, like people do, they need a break from social media and all that. Like, how can you find a balance, right? Yeah. And I absolutely love your, your, your journey, uh, uh, Laura, especially because you took things, you tried stuff, which ended up being ads also. Yeah. You tried content, you tried it, uh, and I think Stefan did too, right? You tried content, you tried stuff, you saw that it was, you got that initial validation, you're like, okay, so maybe we can try that as an, as an ad, or we can try that as another, right? Precisely, precisely. And sometimes you don't see it yourself. Like, you are very good with your energy on LinkedIn, and you can just keep on that forever. You, you could be posting pictures of yourself, your gifts, and so on, but then there might be the next step missing because now we're talking B2B brands and like how companies can execute this. So feels like people have the energy to bring into the brands, but how do we map it into that you start to associate a company to the fun, to the energy of it? That's, that's, that's the key. You know, I've had a, a few clients where the first step is, you know, all the traffic that's going to come, if we're talking about LinkedIn, that's going to come, it's not going to come from a company page. 
um, in my opinion, um, you know, and this is nothing new, it's going to probably come from you, right? So at the very, at the very, very beginning, when you don't, you know, and I'm talking about the beginning of a, of a, of a brand, you don't really have that tone. Yeah. You don't have that style of, you don't, right? And then if you add on, uh, you know, languages, for example, as the founder from another country and they're marketing in English, you know, how does that translate? So there are different layers, right? So who are you and how do you communicate that, that for one? And I think that just comes by, by doing. And people start, you know, do they start tagging you or mentioning you or do they say, um, oh, Laura's content is X. Uh, and you hear it once and again and again, people jump in your DMs when they connect with you, right? So it's this type of, this type of data that doesn't fit in an Excel sheet type of a thing, right? How can you scale that? <laughs> you, you just need that at the beginning a lot more. And then you need to stay in tune after it. It's, it I think it's much more important at the beginning, but then you also yeah. need to consistently keep a tap on, on, on those uh, qualitative uh, uh, insights always. Yeah, I love that. For sure. It, it, and it might sound easy to start with, but it also goes back to the personality, to the way you are and what's comfortable for you. You found your niche, your, or at least you tested yourself enough to fail enough times and find your niche finally. And then you move it over to, to the company itself. Do you have some specific stories of anything you've observed in terms of creatives in B2B, Sinip? Um, stories like, for example, there's one from, you know, and, and from, a, from a client when you're trying to be creative. So one thing is you got these trends, right? You got these trends, these memes that get super trendy all of a sudden that if you jump, don't jump on that trend, you know, on time, you better not jump on them. Right. But that does not mean that five years down the line, you can't repurpose those, Right or later on, it doesn't mean that you can't repurpose those because it might make sense for your audience at that time, right? And it might be creative. But just when the trend, you know, there's this big boom, if you're late, it's just like, ah, uh, fatigue, yeah. right? <laughs> so there's that, <laughs> right? So you can, look at the, you can look at these trends, but just as an example with the clients is, you know, the, the, no one gets fired for, for buying uh, IBM, okay? Or Microsoft nowadays or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway <laughs> right <laughs> so what? Why not, you know and this is specifically for for seal seal metrics so the cookieless uh, web analytics tool and no one gets fired for buying seal metrics why not you uh -huh. know i decided to test it right uh, uh -huh. i decided to test that it never ended up being an, an, an ad but if I had stopped myself and been like, no, this is, you know, it has been seen and seen again and again. And no, I won't use that. No, I just put it out there and see if people are like, ah, or, or yay or whatever. So right? you basically created an ad that said nobody gets fired for buying seal metrics. It didn't end up being an ad, but it was content on, on LinkedIn. So that, that pre-step, right? <laughs> I love this. Yeah, because you only know that about the huge companies. And then you pick it up for some niche, something's like, well, yeah, we've been here for two years. Nobody has been fired for that so far. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah, it's, it's an example to show that, you know, if people like before anything gets created, 
we are, you know, we tend to say, no, this we're not going to do or this we're not going to do because because of that. When, you know, it's good to have a filter, but there's some ideas that are better off just putting out there and letting yeah. your audience uh, decide. Hmm. 100%. And you tested it personally to start with, and then it became an ad that came out from the brand itself, right? It, it might it might become an ad, but not, not yet. And it hasn't okay. become an ad. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah, because companies, like, they do have a specific brand they speak about. Oh, this is our brand. This is how we are and so on. And it's a bit more heavy and difficult usually to move it and say, oh, now we're going to post this meme. It's like, oh, that doesn't match our brand, really. That's an interesting way. And not yeah. an interesting, it's an easier way to fail, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. 100% because you never know, right, Laura? I mean, yeah. you, you, you really never know what we tend to sometimes live in an echo chamber, even on social media. Right. And, you know, I, I follow you, for example. So if I don't post something that's meant to be for my audience, just because you, Laura, you know, who's part of my, you know, not my IC, right, might get tired of it or has already seen that stuff or might not like it, then what are we doing? Right. So there's mm -hmm. a bit of, there's a bit of everything. Like we got to think of our audiences as in people that support you, that want to see you grow, people, you know, that want to learn from you because you're at another stage also, people who you want to learn from. And then you also have your, your ideal clients, of course, right? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think that B2B SaaS buyers are ready for to be shaken up with fun and jokes and stuff? Like, can it ruin a brand? I would say my knee-jerk reaction is to say, no, it cannot. Uh, if it makes sense and it's aligned, you know, I mean, I would love to come up with an example, like just using myself uh, where I could just all of a sudden just start doing one thing and uh -huh. will it shock people? You know, it has to be in line with with that. An example that has nothing to do with with ads. I don't know if you've noticed that some people change their profile photo on LinkedIn, but they don't do it from one day to the next like most of the people do you know, from, they, they will change maybe, you know, a little bit of like, let's say they want to change the background, they'll change the shade slowly, 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 right? Because I had, you know, the last time I changed my profile photo, someone, you know, a few people told me, oh, I almost didn't recognize you, right? <gasps> right. It's this gradual, this gradual thing. <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I don't, you know, if it's in line with that, and you and Dream Data are, fantastic i think in in pattern interrupts and that's you know we all need a little a little bit of that as long as it's in line right i think it's a it's a very good thing about the the profile picture i know that totally but it's exactly the same with the brands if one day you just post something totally different but you thought it was so much fun people wouldn't recognize it it may be even just a waste of money to do this maybe it's still very funny very cool and so on but nobody recognized because this doesn't seem like you. Very cool. Yeah. I like that. Let's yeah. talk about pattern interrupts after I ask the audience. Now it's your time. Yes. <laughs> so we've got a lot of comments and a lot of love to you, Zainab. A lot of people love it. It's like, I hear you. I'm the <laughs> same fan woman from here. <laughs> it's like, I wish we were going to meet one day, Zainab. Questions yeah. from the audience. Whoever. Yes, we will. Questions from the audience. Whoever would like to ask a question about creativity of ads or just whatever random thing from Zineb, feel free to do that. 
we're going to be taking up the questions after we spoke about pattern interrupt. I think it's a very cool topic. Tell me about pattern interrupt and how do you see it working in B2B ads? I think you're you're one of the the, the great examples, right? With with Dream Data, it was an ad, right? The one uh, that you guys did, where what was the text again? On the side, like ever wondered if this shit works or something like that. Yeah, something like that, right? And that was like, bam! <laughs> I remember I shared the heck out of that because <laughs> it's it really is a great example. But it goes back to what your audience believes, what your audience thinks is like the norm, right? what the audience has um, an, an appetite for, where the the limits, right? So there's like, yeah. there's totally a big no on here, but you know, where is, where's that line where you can surprise them, right? Mm-hmm. What are they used to seeing? I mean, Laura, you just, all we have to do is look at our feeds, right? Our own feeds. And, you know, there's this, this, this ad, for example, and I cannot remember. I just remember her face. It's a tax tax attorney or something. I know a few people have seen that. And I, I'm pretty sure the frequency on that is through the roof because I saw it so many times. At first, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let me learn a bit about tax, right? And then the second time, I was like, this again? They're not magi- managing this really well. And then I would see her every single day. I cannot stand the woman. And I'm sure she's fantastic, right? So that's not a, a pattern... <laughs> <laughs> interrupt right <laughs> yeah, it, it is in a way but yeah. imagine if it was changing tiny tiny bit for it like to add more value to do something else is like the woman would finally become your friend <laughs> <laughs> yes but it would need to change like the background the her you know it's just it was always uh always the same thing pa- pattern interrupts there's been like um there's been a switch, right? Uh, if you do an ad that looks like a user-generated, uh, you know, like a, a video or one of your videos, for example, that already not only it doesn't it, it doesn't pattern interrupt in the sense that it just I, you have more of my attention because I'm not thinking ah this is an ad, right? So it's the other way around. Ads that don't feel like ads. Yeah, we love them for sure. It's like incorporate the pitch somehow and yeah. and then it might work. The the story from Dream Data with pattern interrupts, now you're saying like videos that don't feel like ads. I'm not exposed to our ads, but somebody sent it over to me. Like when Stefan asked about the videos, Laura, are you, would you dare to do videos? And then I continued doing that for more than a year. And then I started TikTok. Oh, Nick, you're here. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Then I started creating videos. But one of the days... Stefan comes over and says, you've got a huge audience now. What if you ask them if they want to book a meeting with you to talk about attribution? Okay, I can do that. Uh, (laughs) I've created that video and it was like a total flop. I booked zero meetings out of it. Everybody was like, "Uh, not a very good video. Nobody said that. It's like, oh, nice lipstick or uh, uh, nice walking there and stuff. It delivered nothing. But then I asked the audience, like, what could I do different next time? And everybody's came like suggestions, what we could do and so on. But Stefan picked that bad video up and retargeted people for LinkedIn ads as well. I think it was lead gen forms for LinkedIn. I don't know how that one performed, but at least it was a pattern interrupt for the rest of the people who have seen the video and thought, oh, nice lipstick. And then, and now you're seeing it as an ad. <laughs> so here you go. TikTok. <laughs> there in. you go. 
yeah precisely so like somehow interrupt them a little bit differently that you're an actual actual person and the company is consistent of people who are trying to create the best product they can they can and why do you need to talk as if you're not a person by yourself and that laura doesn't come naturally to everyone so hats off to people that could do scripted videos and not bore everyone to death you know it's something that you can work up to everyone but in the meantime you've got you know you can repurpose video content where you're in full energy you're not at all thinking about you know that little that little green thing that's you know that's recording you you're just there you're just there in your flow and even if it's not usable for an ad for example then just what you're saying in your natural just take that script because you know that it landed well with yep. the other person right hmm. exactly very cool yeah that was really cool what you guys did there's a mastermind behind it. <laughs> Stefan, you're watching. Sinab, yes. where do you continue getting inspiration for being that energy, having that creativity every day? You're like the, the genius of, of great questions. Where do I <laughs> where do I get this this uh, creative energy? First of all, there's this drive to keep doing and keep helping and keep supporting and keep solving problems and seeing you know people uh whether clients or or just people that are you know probably not there yet for me to help them um see them just make a small step forward take a small step forward right uh or just get an aha moment or something so there's this drive uh to do that and one of the things that changed for me is and i'm hoping that my content reflects that is you know, it's not preaching. It's not, mm -hmm. you should do this, you should do that. It's either, because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, you know, you should, you should, you should. It's, this is what worked for others. This is what I'm doing. How are you seeing it? Type of a thing. Yeah, there's a lot of, this is how I'm doing. Um, I'm not feeling like it's, you gotta, right? So it changes the energy uh, that, that I get because I'm also seeing that I'm helping certain people right not everyone yeah. certain people so that gives me that energy back the people that i that i interact with every single day every single day and then youtube tiktok um as a consumer i'm on tiktok a lot and i have to limit myself because if not you know an hour has gone by two hours have gone by right so i take that and i'm i'm pretty good at um i have a, a linkedin like i don't prepare my posts ahead of time I'm just really good at documenting throughout the day, throughout the week. I literally just vomit everything. If I have an idea, I just put everything in that idea, like how I saw this. This is the video for TikTok, and I want to use this part, and I want to apply this and that. And I just leave it as an idea when it comes time to post. Um, I either grow rogue with the idea of the moment, or I pick up one of those that makes sense for that day, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of documenting right? But not just to consume. It's documenting. And I, I want to think of, how can I use this? Does this make yeah. sense? Hmm. And I was exactly thinking about like the structure of it, because your inspiration must be coming from wherever. Like today I spoke to my mom or yesterday I 
met a dog on the path of my going to work or something and and then you or listen to a podcast something more clever than that yes. and then you, you you must be documenting some of the things but do you create themes for the inspiration that you've got or does it just go as a stream i try not to stop my my inspiration so i try mm -hmm. to just put it there um but you know i and my themes have been evolving too but if it's this is for you know to promote the the video journey services this is for the merch right mm -hmm. this is for you know how do you help your network for example i have a post that i just i have been doing it once a month now which is you know about getting people to give testimonials Right. Mm -hmm. If you're happy with someone's work, if you know all that, just give them a testimonial and don't wait a year because the details are not going to be as fresh and the testimonial will be crap. Right. Yep. So if you're happy with the work, give it. So these types of like uh, content topics uh, that I have, when it's time to post, I just pick one. Sometimes I'm like, mm, this is a bit out of my, you know, why would I be talking about this? Maybe I'll use it for uh for the comments for example yeah hmm. so i do my filtering uh that way very cool very hmm. cool going back to this question about scaling so hmm. now you're creating another company and at a point you're going to be a bigger one or some other companies that are already following you and thinking oh we like what zinep does and i'm sure that she can express her brand because she's alone and has a partner to work on this but when you are becoming 50 people or even more how do you scale this how how do you help people be more creative because what i wrote up here is or <laughs> is a choice <laughs> and it's a choice but how do you make people choose not boring every day when you're creating a brand you know the first thing that came to mind laura is can everyone like is boring necessary for some for us to be able to to see not boring you know like uh -huh. do, do uh -huh. we really need like a base of uh how do you know what a happy moment is if you don't have those crappy moments right type of a thing so i think uh as a message to everyone some of you will remain boring so that we have that thing to to compare to right and and that's okay right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah if it makes sense for them to play around you know play around with and ultimately it goes down to how well you know your your audience right whether it's your audience in linkedin or your audience as in your customers right mm. uh, that's that's the ultimate there's no size one size fits all right you might get on a uh, you might do content that's cheeky i might be able to do something that's a bit cheekier just because of the type right or or vice versa right so yeah. it it all depends what's exciting i think that just just by doing what you did and you know we've seen that done by other personal brands too but just seeing what you did was already a non-boring for a lot of people because the 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 world is huge the the, the it's huge and we tend to think of it as our little audience right so if you want to be non-boring and test it, you know, for your own, I mean, if someone tried something that you think is fun and then inspired you to try something, do it because yeah. it's the whole, no, it has been done, mm -hmm. right? 
No, I just do it. So this, to answer your question, is just a continuous knowing your audience and 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 trying trying new things, right? Uh, that idea of no, will it will it work? Yeah. Will it work? Will anyone care? Well, there's only one way to find out, right? I absolutely love that. And is know your audience, continue testing stuff, and well might be that your content is boring but if you try once in a while to do a little bit more different stuff and people will know you for how and what you write but if you pattern interrupt once in a while you'll figure out what is it that people resonate most with and maybe they'll even remember you more for that content that you're constantly writing which is great but if you get to interrupt them once in a while with something that is not typically you and maybe you're not that comfortable with it as well yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> that will also help you to grow as well. Yeah, so boring is a choice. And are we are we saying that it's okay to be boring for some businesses, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I would I would think so. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a choice. And it's not necessarily that they think it is boring. Whoever is creating that part, they're thinking that it is, they're doing their best work. But people looking from the side would not always tell them, oh, I think this is very boring and we don't want to listen to that. They wouldn't. Nobody would tell you before you test it out yourself. Especially since we get tired of our own stuff. Yeah. We, uh, we see it every single day. But, you know, they've only seen it once, maybe. Hmm. But imagine if you were posting an energetic picture of yourself every single day, just from a different pose like me like this, me like that, with a little bit of a message, well, that becomes boring after a week or two. I was like, okay, Zinip, go back to something clever. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> can we do something more of that? Yeah, but for sure, it will yes. become, because it's a pattern, the same thing happens over and over again, and even what you think is fun or other people wouldn't be able to do becomes a pattern and becomes like, oh, not again, come on. That's a great, that's a great thing. Uh, someone once told me they really liked my content because I was unpredictable, which means it's fresh, right? You never know what to expect. However, there's a downside to that, right? So I think there's some sort of a balance uh, to be, you know, if you occupy the specific space in people's minds, then in the delivery, you could get a little, you know, mm -hmm. unpredictable. But if it's, you know, like people that write their posts with always, you know, the first line, the hook, and then loads of space so that you can see more, you know, if post in, post out, um, okay, you know, it's not that exciting anymore. Post yeah. in, post out. <laughs> Please put your own word into that. Amazing. Audience. Do you have any questions that we can answer for you? Otherwise, we will continue yapping, post in, post out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're <laughs> on the top of the half an hour, Zineb. It was really wow. much fun to talk with you. It's like every time I see you in my feed, I see yeah. in my comments, <laughs> you're saying gifts complete me. They complete my heart when I see them. I still haven't managed to do them by myself because it could be that it's just not me, but it fits you perfectly. Thank you so much for giving that energy to everybody's feed on LinkedIn or what you do makes a difference and everybody's looking up to you. It's like that energy is power. 
Thank you so much, Laura. You know, you're just, I'm, I'm going to need help with the smile. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's, you know, you're, you're, you're one of those people that gives me energy too. And uh, I look forward to continue learning from you. And thank you. We hope you like listening to us. Subscribe to our podcast and the ones that we have been guests on. And if you have any feedback for us, uh, just do let us know. And should there be a guest that you think we should be talking to, then like pitch us. We're looking forward to seeing you.